Welcome to track number 3 of Give Thyself Holy. Now we are going to look at some people who gave themselves holy to the Lord. Amen. 1. Second Kings chapter 23. Second Kings chapter 23. Second Kings chapter 23. Then the king called together all the elders. Are you with me? Second Kings chapter 22, sorry. King Josiah. Josiah was eight years old when he became the king. And he reigned in Jerusalem for 31 years. That means he lived to be 39 years old. His mother's name was Jedida, daughter of Adiah. And she was from Boscath. He did what was right in the Lord, in the eyes of the Lord, and walked in the ways of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. Alright? Compare that with chapter 21, verse 19. 2 Kings 21, verse 19. Ammon was 22 years old when he became the king. Alright? He was 22 years old when he became the king. And he reigned in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Mejumeleth daughter of Haruz, and she was from Jotbah. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, as his father Manasseh had done, and walked in all the ways of his father. He worshipped the idols his father had worshipped, and bowed down to them. And he forsook the Lord, the God of his fathers, and did not walk in the way of the Lord. Alright? Compare that with this one, Second Kings 22, King Josiah. It says, He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and walked in all the ways of his father, David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. And in the 18th year of his reign, King Josiah sent the secretary, Shaphan, son of Azaliah, to the son, the son of Meshulam, to the temple of the Lord. And he said, Go to... Remember, Josiah was not a priest. He was a king. And he said to him, go, all right, up to Hilkiah, the high priest, and have him get ready the money that has been brought into the temple of the Lord, which the doorkeepers have collected from the people. And have them entrust it to the men appointed to supervise the work in the temple. And have these men pay the workers who repair the temple of the Lord, the carpenters, the builders, and the masons. Have them also purchase timber, and dressed stone to repair the temple. But they need not account for the money entrusted to them because they are acting faithfully. Hilkiah the priest said to Shaphan the secretary, I found the book of the law in the temple of the Lord. And he gave it to Shaphan who read it. You see, they found the Bible, the Old Testament of the Bible, accidentally. Then Shaphan the secretary went to the king and reported to him, Your officials have paid out the money that was in the temple of the Lord. And have entrusted it to the workers and the supervisors at the temple. 
Then Shaphan the secretary informed the king, Hilkiah the priest has given me a book. And Shaphan read it in the presence of the king. He read it as a discovery, a book. And when the king had the words of the book of the law, he tore his robes. And he gave these orders to Hilkiah the priest, Ahikam, son of Shaphan, Akbar, son of Micaiah, Shaphan the secretary, and Asaiah the king's attendant. And said, go and inquire the Lord for me, and for the people, and for all Judah, about what is written in this book that has been found. Great is the Lord's anger that bends towards us, because our fathers have not obeyed the words of this book. They have not acted in accordance with all that is written there concerning us. Hilkiah the priest Ahikam, Akbar, Shaphan, Asiah went to the prophetess, Huldah, who was the wife of Shalom, son of Tigbah, the son of Haras, keeper of the wardrobe. She lived in Jerusalem, the second district. Verse 15, I mean 2 Kings chapter 22. She said to him, this is what the Lord God of Israel says. Tell the man who sent you to me, this is what the Lord says. I'm going to bring disaster on this place and his people according to everything written in the book of the, the king, the book the king of Judah has read. Because they have forsaken their bent incense to other gods and provoked me to anger by all the idols their hands have made. My anger will burn against this place and will not be quenched. Tell the king of Judah who sent you to inquire. This is what the Lord says. Verse 19. Because your heart was responsive and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I have spoken against these people, that they would become accursed and laid waste. And because you tore your robes and wept in my presence, I have heard you, declares the Lord. Therefore, I will gather you to your fathers, and you will be buried in peace. Your eyes will not see all the disaster I am going to bring on this place. So they took her answer back to the king. That's chapter 23. Then the king called together the elders of Judah, and he went to the temple of the Lord, with the men of Judah, and the people of Israel, the priests and the prophets, and all the people from the least to the greatest. And he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant, which had been found in the temple of the Lord. And the king stood by the pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord to follow the Lord and keep his commandments, his regulations and decrees with all his heart and all his soul, thus confirming the words of the covenant written in this book. Then all the people pledged themselves to the covenant. And the king ordered Hilkiah the priest. The priest next in rank and the doorkeepers to remove from the temple of the Lord all articles made for Baal and Asherah and burn them outside Jerusalem. Wow. And he did away with pagan priests appointed by the kings of Judah to burn incense in high places. Hallelujah. And to burn incense to Baal, the sun and moon and to the constellations and to all the starry hosts. And he took Asherah, the Asherah pole from the temple of the Lord to the Kidron Valley outside Jerusalem and burned it there. And he ground it into powder and scattered the dust over the graves of the common people. And he also tore down the quarters of the male shrine prostitutes which were in the temple of the Lord where women did weaving for Asherah. And Josiah brought all the priests from the towns of Judah and desecrated the high places from Geba to Bathsheba, the high places of that for idols, where the priests had burned incense. And he broke down their shrines at the gates, at the entrance of the gates of Joshua, the city governor, which is on the left of the city. Although the priests of the high places did not serve at the altar 
of the Lord in Jerusalem, they ate and living bread with their fellow priests. He desecrated Tophet, so no one could use it to sacrifice his son or daughter in the fire to Molech. That is the goat devil. And he removed from the entrance to the temple of the Lord the horses that the kings of Judah had dedicated to the sun. They were in the court near the room of an official mill named Nathan Melech. Josiah then burned the chariots dedicated to the sun. He pulled down the orders the kings of Judah had erected on the roof near the upper room of Ahaz. He removed them from there and smashed them to pieces and threw the rubble into the Kidron Valley. The king also desecrated the high place that were east of Jerusalem. On the south of the hill of corruption, this, the ones King Solomon had built for Ashtaroth, the vile goddess of the Sidonians, and for Chemosh, the vile god of Moab, and for Molech, the detestable god of the people of Ammon. Josiah smashed the sacred stones and cut down the Asherah poles and covered the sides with human bones. Even the altar at Bethel, the high place made by Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who caused Israel to sin. Even that altar and high place he demolished, and he burned the high place and ground it to pine powder. And burned the Asherah pole also. Then Josiah looked around. And when he saw the tombs that were on the hillside. He had the bones removed from them. And burned on the altar to defile it. In accordance with the word of the Lord. And proclaimed by the man of God who foretold these things. And the king asked. What is that tombstone I see? And the man of God the city said. It marks the tomb of the man of God who came from Judah. And pronounced against the altar of Bethel. The very things you have done to it. Leave it alone. Don't let anyone disturb his bones. So they spared his bones of those of the prophets who had come down from Samaria. And just as he had done at Bethel, Josiah removed and defiled all the shrines and the high places that the kings of Israel had built in the towns of Samaria that had provoked the Lord to anger. And Josiah slaughtered all the priests of the... You see, when we say somebody is serving the Lord with all his heart, you have to understand what it means. all out, I mean... Every idol, every shrine, every place, he bent them, took their bones, broke it down, spread out the thing, bent the poles, bent everything. Ground it into powder. You see, to serve the Lord with your whole heart and whole mind is to do things completely. Completely. So if you are going to give the Lord a candle, give him the whole candle. When Princess Diana died, uh, this man came and sang a song, Elton John. Is it a candle in the wind? Well, what is the song saying? That there's a candle which went out when it shouldn't have gone out, isn't it? Before its time, long before its time, it went out. A candle in the wind. Do you see? If you are going to give the Lord your candle, give him a new one. The whole candle. Not a half one out candle. When you yourself are now getting some gray hairs. You can see my gray hairs, the few ones that I have. I gave the black ones to the Lord. And these gray ones too, I'm also giving it to the Lord. All my blackness were given to the Lord. We are continuing. Sure. Not a small thing. 
the staffs gutted all the priests. And the king gave this order to all the people. Celebrate the Passover to the Lord your God. As it is written in this book of the covenant. Not since the days of the judges who led Israel. Or throughout the kings of Israel. Had any such Passover been observed. But in the 18th year of King Josiah. This Passover was celebrated to the Lord in Jerusalem. That means he was 18 plus 8 years old. How old is that? 26. Look at what he's doing for the Lord at the age of 26. Furthermore, 24. Josiah got rid of the mediums and spiritists. And the household gods and the idols. And all the other detestable things seen in Judah and Jerusalem. This he did to fulfill the requirements of the Lord written in the book that Hilkiah the priest had discovered in the temple of the Lord. Neither before nor after Josiah was there a king like him, who turned to the Lord as he did with all his heart, and with all his soul, and with all his strength, in accordance with the law of Moses. Nevertheless, the Lord did not turn away from the heat of his fierce anger, which burned against Judah, because of all that Manasseh had done to provoke him. So the Lord said, I will remove Judah also from my presence, as I removed Israel, and I will reject Jerusalem. Verse 28. As for the other events of Josiah's reign and all that he did, are they not written in the annals of the king of Judah? What does the King James say? Chronicles of what? Yeah, those are some of, some of the books, missing books. Do you see? Yeah. Alright. Now, listen. Are you there? Now look at the way Josiah ended. Josiah was king. While Josiah was king, Pharaoh, Nico, king of Egypt, went up to the Euphrates River to help the king of Assyria. And King Josiah marched out to meet him in battle. But Nico faced him and killed him at Megiddo. Josiah's servants brought his body in a child from Megiddo to Jerusalem and buried him in his own tomb. And the people of the land took Jehoaz, son of Josiah, and anointed him and made him king in his place. Alright. And Jehoaz was 23 years old. Chapter 23. Chapter verse 31. When he became king. And he reigned in Jerusalem three months. His mother's name was Hamutal, daughter of Jeremiah. She was from Libna. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Just as his fathers have done. And Pharaoh Nico put him in chains at Ribla. In the land of Hamath. So that he might not reign in Jerusalem. And he imposed on Judah a levy of 100 talents of silver and 100 talents of gold. Forgive. They are getting to the end. This are getting to the end of the book of Kings. You see that they start to go into captivity. Now, to give yourself, this is one of the examples of somebody who gave himself to the Lord with all his heart. What what what, what did he do? There are there are two. There's one main thing that he did. Is like he found the Bible or the book of the law and tried to do the things that he saw in it. <laughs> yes. that, that is how to give yourself holy to the Lord. Is to find the Bible and try to do everything in it. That's it. Try in your lifetime to do all the things that are in the Bible. In every area. Yes. Go through the Bible. And anything that you find in the Bible. Try to be somebody 
who, ha- who does everything you can find in the Bible. That is why today in the ministry I do crusades and I have miracles. It's because I saw these things in the Bible. So I wanted to do any and everything that can be found in the Bible. I want to do, I want to do it. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah, I saw that there's a, a pastor, teacher. This, the ones that I'm not doing are out of my control. Well, not that they're out of my control, but like, I, I would like to have visions of Jesus. But I can't conjure it up. So I, I can only pray for it. So I pray for all the time. I would like to see angels. I mean, rejoiner had the Lord came into his room, laid hands on him five times, all sorts of things. I mean, these are what we are looking for. <laughs> angels appear to people. Talk to them. This is what I want to see. Everything that is in the Bible. When the Bible said there were pastors, teachers, evangelists, I wanted to be a pastor, a teacher, an evangelist, everything, apostle. My father, an apostle, said, I want to build churches. You see, you must try to see everything that is in the Bible. All the things in the holiness code. Try. Huh? I might force too much. Try. All the things in the Holy Go- Holiness Go- Try. Try. Brothers, how many of you are scared that you commit fornication? Raise your hand, brothers, brothers. I mean, when I'm mean scared, like fear, is something that comes to you that, hey, Charlie. Hmm. What about sisters? Yeah. So, brothers and sisters who have that fear, raise your hand. Try, try. What about lying? Stealing? Backsliding? Is it not something that can happen to you? So, dedicate yourself to do Everything that is in the Bible. Not easy. And to do everything that is in the Bible requires persistence and not just idealism. You see, I used to quote this scripture. Freely have you received, freely give. Recently I met uh, the daughter of a man whose father I went to raise from the dead. Yeah. But he didn't rise. That time. He didn't rise. Huh? Yeah. Because I saw it in the Bible. Freely have you received, freely give. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out devils, raise the dead. Freely have you received, freely give. So, once it is in the Bible, I must be doing it. I must be doing it. Yeah. You may laugh at me, but I was just like Josiah, who was reading and clearing things. Read it. 
high places. Detestable things. I don't like. God doesn't want. Clear them. Kill them. Move them. Everything in the book. Of, because it is in the Bible, this Old Testament, that you read where Deuteronomy, where Moses gave the law. You shall not allow this one to live. You shall not allow this one. You shall kill them. You shall remove them. Idols. This, that. There were instructions in detail. So he tried to implement everything. Even that it was too late to save Israel. So, try with all your heart to serve the Lord and give yourself fully to the Lord is to decide that anything, that's why my pastor, in, what it is the Bible, I'm going to try with my life to do it. And do you know that the first time I tried to raise the dead, yes, it didn't work. The second time, it didn't work. After that, I stopped trying. But I have seen the dead raised before. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 and you see, when you, are, when you decide that you will see that you will obey, you will do all the things you decide, you will do them one day. One day, one day, you see that it's happening. And, I, and I'm believing God for more dead people to be raised in our ministry. At least to balance the two that didn't rise. Yeah. But I am not discouraged. And I was not, after my first experience trying to raise the dead, I was not discouraged. Yeah. When I came, I mean, the, they, they drove us out of the hospital by, by a certain time. Because when we got to the hospital, the man was, was dead. And they were just about to take him away. And I said that they should, they should, they should go out. And I, I come. But I read it. Matthew, freely have you received, freely give. Cleanse the lepers, heal the sick, raise the dead. I must do it. Because I found it. I must heal the sick. I found it. I must pray for the sick. I found it. I must do it because I found it in the, in the words. I must, I must practice it. And if I don't have it in my life, I must try to enter that dimension. I must try to enter that thing. If there is something like high calling, I must try to enter that high calling. To try. That's what it means to fully give yourself to the Lord. Yeah. Don't hold back anything. So this man had a plaster on his chest. And his hands were tied because he was a dead man. He had been declared dead. And he was not breathing. He had been dead for some, t- for some, for some time. Not for some time. Just, I mean, he, that morning he was dead. But I told the son and the daughter, they should fear not, only believe. <laughs> Let's go. So when we got to the room, I started raising him from the dead. Praying, 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 praying. He was not rising. I laid hands on him. Everything. But he would not rise. He had died of cancer, I think. Yeah. I didn't know at that time what he had died of. But I, I, I didn't care what he died of. You don't know what you died of. You are dead, you must rise. <laughs> Keep laughing. But you see that I'm doing it. Yeah. When he was finally not getting, I told, there were some nurses, I said, let them out, because when Jesus came, he asked the people to go out. So let, let them go out. And then I told the, 
son, and the other, I said that, loose the hands and tie the hands. Yeah. Because when Jesus was passing by the temple, he saw, he, picked, he said, silver and gold have an what I have in the name of Jesus. Rise. So I said, untie his hand. I'm going to, I'm going to raise him out of the bed. Yeah. Because I read it in the scriptures. Is it there or it's not there? Open it. It's right there. I held his hand. In the name of Jesus. Right. The man just moved like that. Wow. He didn't rise. We were there praying, I tell you. They didn't know what to do. Then they came to bang on the door. The people in this hospital don't have faith. Let's go home. And I went. But within a day or two, somebody came to call me that another person had died somewhere. I said, where is it? I'm going again. That is why I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor not because everything has worked. But I'm trying to do all the things that I have found I'm finding in the Bible. That's what it means to love the Lord your God with all your heart. That's what it means to give yourself holy. All the things I see, all of them, I'll give myself to them. I'll try to do all of them in my life. Once I'm here. Unlike some of you who have given yourself, oh, it's only this and this and this that can be done. The Bible says, uh, be patient. I'll be patient. It says, you should be kind. I can be kind. I can be patient. And that's it. That's all my Christianity. I'm finished with God. What has the Bible said? Why don't you believe that you can raise the dead? Why don't you also believe it? Yeah. So finally, when I was in Colombia, and a lady was now testifying that her child was dead, I couldn't believe it. But the whole stadium full of Colombians believed it. And the next day, they brought more dead people for me to raise. It's the only crusade I've been to where they put the dead by the stage. Yeah. The dead man was laid there with a white bed sheet showing his face covered up to here. And they have prepared him everything. They knew that I was coming back because the day before somebody had been raised from the dead. And they knew that I was coming the next day and I was there for five days. Yeah. So keep on laughing. But somebody who is determined to obey the Lord, you can laugh at him when he first tries to obey the Lord. But you will not be laughing in heaven. You see that, hey, the guy is the main person here. Yeah. So I want to encourage you, don't leave any part out that concerns. If you are a lady, why, why, why have you made your, restricted yourself to making meat pies in the church? Meat pies. And sausage roll. Chips. And groundnuts. Sobolo. Sobolo, what's that? It's a drink. Sobolo. No. Give yourself to obeying all. At every point in your life, there will be some difficult aspects of the word of God. 
But keep on focusing on it that I can do this one, I will do it one. If many pastors who are lay pastors, if they were to focus on their mind on the fact that I, I can give myself all out to the Lord, you will see that eventually they will be able to do it. But their, their mind is not on it. Their mind is not on it. But if you put your heart on it, I can and I will, I must, I have to in my life. You will see that in the end you are just like Josiah the king. You've done it. Everything you have imagined, you see that what, what is there, you've been able to do it. Practically, it will happen. So, open your heart to be like uh, King Josiah. There will always be something difficult in the Bible. Always. There will be something very hard for you. But focus your mind. Lord, once it's written, I must be doing. And I will do. In Jesus' name. I see you implementing everything that is in this wonderful book. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The second thing, I'm I'm just looking at Josiah before we, 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 we take a short break. The second thing about Josiah is that he destroyed idols. You see, all the kings had these other idols which they served. And I'm saying that most of us Christians and pastors have something else that we, we, we obey. It guides us and dictates to us what we are going to do. You see, a God, if you say, I have a God, or I have God, what does God do? God tells you what to do. God says, get up. God says, come. God says, go. God says, kneel down. God says, stop. God says, come. So, when you ask us, what says to you come? And what says to you go? Is it not money? Is it not this job? Is it not that place? Is it not that profession? What controls you and says come, go, sit down, don't go, don't come, go. All of us have something else apart from God, which is telling us come, go, sit down, stop, come. And that thing is called idol. Yeah. Some of us, it's a relationship. Is an idol. Some of us, it's your profession. Yeah. It makes you get up every day. It makes you go every day. It makes you come early. It makes you sacrifice. What makes you sacrifice is your God. Don't you sacrifice to a God. So what makes you give your life is your God. Yeah. I'm explaining to you what is an idol. God, you, you obey Him, you sacrifice to Him, He tells you come, He tells you go, He tells you sit down, He tells you stop. <laughs> it's the meaning of idol, it's the meaning of God. So, for many people, the idol is the job. America, England, money. It tells you come, it tells you go. But you see how they work. Early in the morning, get up, get up. awake, move. Come back to it. Go. Come. Go. Come again. Hey, come. Come on Saturday. I said, come on Sunday. Yes, sir. Come. Sacrifice Sunday. Sacrifice Saturday. Sacrifice the night. Don't sleep tonight. Don't sleep tonight. Okay. Your God. Your God is telling you, come. Go. Stop. Sacrifice. Sit up. Stop. Come again. Don't sleep today. Don't sleep tomorrow too. Come again. Come. Okay. Here's something. No, come. Like that. You sacrifice and he also looks after you. Give us your daily bread. Yes. Give you your daily bread. 
That is why your job, eh, God is not often after not people, people, no, he's not after people's job, he's after the idol. Somebody said, I'm preaching against honest work. I can teach you even how to do business. If people would listen, if people will learn, they will learn from somebody who is a very successful businessman in my business. Very, very successful. Very successful. But their minds and their spirits are not open to see that they are following their gods. The God that I have served has given me more wisdom. He has given me more wisdom. Yeah. To do what I'm doing. So friends and, and brethren, which one is your God? This man, he broke all idols. Nothing must, you must not. You must not obey a wife, a beloved, a money, a job, a person, an assistant, a friend. There, is, there should be nobody who tells you, come, go, sit down, stop, wake up, come, bend down, stand, do this. Only God should say that to you. If even a wife, or a husband, or a beloved, or a love, or a friend, or a job, or a country... A cat, I mean, sometimes a great cat. You see how they would sacrifice just to be a qualified citizen. And to make them go there, come, stay there, live there, do this, come here, be this, do this, just to get a great... Wow! It's like, if they are God, but they, when you tell them, Christian will not accept, but it is their God. It makes them bow. As for sacrifice, you sacrifice, but to who? And as for sacrifice, you sacrifice, but for what? To whom to? To whom for? To whom does it belong to? To whom? To whom for? To whom does it belong to? To whom to? To whom for? To whom does it the names. But I saw it on TV. Ghana TV. And I saw somebody who doesn't smile at all. But the American president came to Ghana. And the American president was shaking hands. And the American person was shaking that person. And I saw that she was smiling. I said, hey, this woman is smiling. I've not seen her smiling before. What can make you smile? What can make you bow? What can make you jump? What can make you get up? What can make you run? What can make you cheerful? You, every day you are not cheerful, but something can make you cheerful. That foolish thought can make you cheerful. Your whole face will change. Your whole face will become bright and smiling as if you are
are a cheerful person because you have seen your boss and you have seen somebody that you look up to in some workplace. That's all that is valuable to you. Something can make your face change. That unchangeable face. In the house, it cannot change. You sign with your husband already, so he cannot even make you smile. But before, before when you needed him, you were able to smile. I watch people. What can make them travel? What can make them travel? What can make them move? What can make them work so hard? What can make them work without leave? What can make them separate from their wives for five years, eight years? What can make them go to, uh, to, to, to be soldiers in Afghanistan, soldiers in uh, 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 Iraq, soldiers in uh, uh, Congo, soldiers in Pakistan, soldiers in Sudan, soldiers. I mean, they can be everything. What can make you go there? What can make you move? What can make you, what can make you get a job when you live here and your, your wife lives in another country? If the church ever sends you somewhere and your wife is not going, you hear the, the talking. But there is something that you love, that makes you smile, that, that is your nice poet. That's your God, my friend. That's your God. That's your idol. You may not want to answer. It's your idol. You are an idol worshiper. But it's a sophisticated idol without an image. Yes. Modernized idol. Today I saw that lady smile. I said, hey. You know, there are these type of people. When you ask, why is your face? And they say, oh, that's how my face is. I'm not into smiling. But when they see some important person who they think is part of them, they say, oh, hello. But that's not how they are. There is something that can make them smile. Something that can make them run. So, oh, yes. Yes, boss. One day, somebody went to the castle. Yeah. The castle there. Where the presidents and things are. But he said, he said, what I was surprised. I mean, I didn't ask him what he said to the presidents or whoever were there. He said, what surprised him, or surprised him, surprised him was, he saw a minister of, and the minister of health was baking tea, and the minister of roads was finding sugar for the president, and the minister of finance was finding some milk, I mean, organizing, get all the way, what the, wow, the minister of this, yeah, he's making tea. What can make you? One day I went to a Christian program. Christian concert. When I looked behind me, I was sitting in the front or near the front. I looked behind me. Hey! I saw ministers of the government. Yeah! I said, hey! What are these people? What are they doing here? Yeah, it's the preface I get up of it. And even it will not reach there because I can. As I was sitting there, to my amazement, suddenly the president walked in. Not, not this president, a president once, once upon a time. Then I knew why these people have come for a Christian singing program. Because the president was coming, so they were all there. It's like we have to come and show us. What can make you come to create program? 
can let you come. You don't come, but we can let you come. Huh? That's your idol. That's the, that's the thing that makes you bow. It makes you yield. To bow means to yield, to give up, to accept, to, to, to give in to, to submit to. That's what it means to bow. Controls you. You submit to it. It changes your whole life. Put you there. Make you stay here. Make you live in this room. Make you stay in this house. Make you separate from the world. Make you live here. Your children are here. They don't know you for five years, ten years. What can make you do that? What can make you give up your whole life? What can make you work in a factory? What can make you wash the dead bodies? What can make you do everything? Green card. You say you love the Lord your God with all your heart? Please. You love the Lord your God with part of your heart. And part of your soul. But as for Josiah, he tried to clear all. You see, the idols, there are varieties. You see, there is, a, there is an idol that can make you smile. There is one that can make you jump. There is one that can make you run. There is one that can make you sacrifice your wife. One that can make you sacrifice your children. One that can make you live in another country. Different, different type of idols. That's why he didn't have just one idol. And the, and the, the idols, they ask for things. So Molech asked for the children. Sacrifice your children on the altar. Molech asked for children. Yeah. Sacrifice the, the god of the Ammonites. That's why when, one time they were fighting with Israel. They took the guy, the king took his firstborn and put him on and bent him. And Israel went away. He said, I mean, this is too horrible. Yeah. I want to tell you, listen. That's what I've said today. If you like, mark it right somewhere. What makes me jump? What makes me run? What makes me move? What makes me go? What makes me smile? What makes me change? What makes me do things? That thing is your God. That thing is your God. Yeah. What makes me jump? What makes me run? What makes me smile? What makes me cheerful when I'm not ever cheerful to anybody? Eh? What makes me sink? What makes me sacrifice my life? What makes me stay awake? What makes me give all my time? What is that thing? That is your God. What makes you bow? It, it, it makes you change. That's your God. And when Josiah served the Lord with all his heart, he cleared all. He said, look, only one thing will make us bend and bow. And that thing is God. Almighty God. Amen? Write it down. Write the question. What makes me jump? What makes me run? What makes me go to school? What makes me come? Write them. Write the questions. That is your God. What makes you stay awake? What makes you do all these exams I'm doing? What makes me leave my own country and go and stay in another country? What makes me go to this job at this factory? What is it? Josiah is the best example of somebody who gave himself holy for two things that he did. He found scriptures and tried to do all of them. And number two, he cleared all types of idols. And what is an idol? I've shown you what is an idol. That's why I said, even a man should not be your idol. A woman should not be your idol. Your wife, hey. Look at Abraham, the problem that he's got us into from going to follow his wife. 
Here we are now today. And Adam. God cannot trust you when even a man is so important to you. That you forsake God and do what a man says. Josiah. It's a good name to give to your son. Most of you are here to have uh, sons. He and David, they were the two good kings. Yeah. Young boy, eight years old. Stand to your feet. Let's have breakfast. For those who are not fasting only. Or whose fast is over. Those who are still who have uh, yet to finish your fasting, you leave it and you come for it later. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Take, take out an offering. I want, to take, I want us to take some offerings in this program because it's important. Take out an offering. Ashes. Do we have ashes? Ashes are and um, are the musicians here yet? Is Danny Boy here? Everybody take out an offering. You, you cannot make yourself a poverty um, whatever. What makes you spend your money? I forgot that one. What makes you spend your money? What makes you bring out money from your pocket? Lift up your offering. Father, thanks for this opportunity to give a good offering in Jesus' name. Amen. I just receive the offering very quickly, please. Fast moving. Pass the basket round. Don't put your hand deep in. Just surface and don't take any change. You don't give change. No change. It's not an ATM, please. It's a, it's a basket.